Have you guys ever had to deal with presenting one thing a certain way but delivering something different? Well, the gang got into something like that on this week's It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and uh, it's kind of what we're doing here at this panel. Isn't that right, guys? You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I don't know what we're going to do about this panel, guys. I, I just don't know what is going on with our team. We can't get a full panel, but it's become a gag now, and I'm actually kind of into it. So uh, I think next week I won't show up, and maybe Danica will be by herself. I'm Mary Lou Mandel. I will be your host for this evening's It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia after show right here at AfterBuzz Studios. Uh, usually uh, you see Danica, and sometimes we have Mike's Kukosa which we haven't seen this season, I think. Uh, but he's on the panel, and maybe one day we'll get JoJo Doyle to call us on Skype because he is now out of town. And tonight, it's just me. Instead of the gang, just Mary Lou. And I'm here to talk to you about this week's episode, Wolf Cola, a public relations nightmare. So if you are a longtime It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia fan, you'll know that Wolf Cola is a... A product that Frank uses as a scheme. It's like a money laundering scheme. So this episode, we start at 10.05 a.m. on a Monday in Philadelphia. And we're at the bar. And I'm always excited to see the bar because that's that's home base for the gang. Frank comes in with a gun and a bag of cocaine. Uh, just walks up to the bar. Dumps all this stuff on the, on the counter and just starts snorting all his bag of cocaine. And then we cut away and we see that the gang is sitting there watching him. And uh, just like, oh, we, we didn't want to interrupt your morning routine. So I think it's safe to assume this is something that Frank does all the time. Uh, and I think that the history of this character on the show, we could probably say that's probably true. Uh, the gang is like, well, we didn't want to interrupt you. But uh, real quick, how is Wolf Cola doing? How's Wolf Cola? He's like, oh, well, you know, it's like the official drink of Boca Raton like they are they are just like buying it he's they're buying it off the shelves like they they just Boca Raton loves Wolf Cole and he's like well everybody else thinks uh, wasn't that just like a money laundering scheme he's like well yeah but I I made it into a company and we're selling it and it's doing so good in Boca Raton but we find out of course it's not we cut to this video of Boko Haram which is an excellent Islamic extremist group based in northeastern Nigeria. If you want more details on that, you can look it up on, t on the internet. But we've got this video of them chanting that they are fueled by Wolf Cola. Now, and then, of course, and then it cuts to our title screen that Wolf Cola, a public relations nightmare. So how is the gang going to get out of this? Well, we learn... Uh, before the team splits up, before the gang splits up into two different groups for the this episode... Uh, Wolf Cola is under the company of Frank's Fluids, which also has uh, Fight Milk, which is a company that Mac and Charlie have put together. It's a drink that they made for bodyguards, for bodyguards. So they split up at this point, and uh, we get to see Mac and Charlie go to a gym. So they're now deciding, oh, you know, Fight Milk is going to do well because it's now getting all of this press. So they bring it to the gym. They decide to 
to rebrand and, and go out there and really push this thing. So Mac and Charlie walk into this gym and Mac is trying to pitch it, saying he is passionate about dominating men. And of course, because that's that's Mac's jam. He's gay. We all know it and accept it. Everyone except for Mac most of the time. So we see that this is a UFC gym, and we hear from one of the fighters that's there that the the other fighters love this drink. They love it so much. And I don't know much about UFC, but I feel like these guys were recognizable UFC fighters. So if you guys uh, know who they are and can explain to me, let me know in the comments so I can learn a little bit about UFC. And we learn that there's these two specific fighters that love this stuff so much. So Mac and Charlie go to the locker room to find them, and we find these two guys puking and shitting their brains out. And they're like, oh no, like they, they're drinking fight milk and they they don't, you know, like they're they're feeling sick, they're throwing up, like this isn't what we wanted. And the guys are like, no, we love this, we love this. It makes you expel all of your body fluids and they have a weigh-in coming up. So they're using this to, to cut down weight before their weigh-in. So the guys decide, this is great. Let's rebrand. Let's take this idea and use that to sell fight milk. So, of course, they're they're just they're opportunists and they they see an opportunity. And now this was my favorite part of the episode. And I always like it when they they shoot little commercials or videos that they show within the show like kitten mittens. Still a favorite moment of mine of all of it's always sunny Philadelphia. So, we've got a commercial for fight milk. They're rebranding it. And I just I laughed out loud at, you know, Men have four acceptable body types. You got skinny rip, jacked rip, dad bod, and fat. If you're funny, of course, because they have to like explain that. And it happens so fast. I love that kind of like quick comedy that you have to really pay attention to catch the joke. Uh, but then they're like, but girls, because I guess, I guess this is the rebranding that they're trying to do is to market it to women. <laughs> women have one body type, and that's skinny big tits. And then they cut to a photo of that. It's so funny so I, I, I probably will go back and watch just that commercial part because I thought it was really well done especially knowing these characters and their history of once in a while making little projects like this and their commercials and their and so it cuts to in the commercial um, Charlie is trying to explain the science behind it and then Mac throws something at him and it cuts to Mac and he's like no nerds no nerds get get fight milk so then we after the commercial we cut to the guys back in the gym with uh the ufc ring girls and they're trying to convince them they showed them the commercial and they're trying to convince them that fight milk is for them they're trying to expand their clientele you know they're they're not the worst businessmen but they are the worst businessmen if you get what i'm saying uh so they they have the ring girls there and Mac is trying to tell them about how you, you know, these girls should probably drink fight milk so they can cut weight. And he brings out a laser pointer and starts pointing at their stomachs and says between the three of them, he could open a bakery with all the muffin top. And then so Charlie puts him aside. He's like, he's like hey, listen, you got to stop. And he apologizes to the girls. He says, I'm sorry, my friend has weird women issues. I didn't know that he brought a laser pointer to this. So uh, the girls are like, no, this isn't for me. Like... They, they said, I don't want your diarrhea drink. And, uh, you know, so the girls walk away. So they're like, no, okay, let's... They, they didn't want to be known as the diarrhea drink. So they decide to make a new formula, a new formula of fight milk. And the major 
ingredients or the, the promoted ingredient in fight milk is crotein. So they're using like crows, eggs and crows themselves, crow feces, all of these kind of things. So uh, they, they have the they go to the fighters that are drinking the new formula of of fight milk and they're not happy. They're not happy because they're not like vomiting and shitting their brains out. So we see that they are uh, Mac and, and Charlie tell them they are crow loading. He's like, I put all these crows in there. That's why you're just getting like jacked up on crows and you look so handsome. Mac, make sure to let them know that they look so handsome. Uh, and he's like, you, you, you didn't want to drink the fight milk because that was all crow's eggs and fecal matter. Um, but the guys, the UFC fighters said, OK, that's fine. You you changed the formula on us. But if we don't make weight, we're going to kill you. So the guys are like, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do now? But they go and they sit in the audience during this weigh in. And we have all the, the guys come out. The first guy comes out. He gets weighed in. And then we have Cowboy, who is one of our fighters that are part of the storyline. And he makes his weight. And so then Mac and Charlie run on stage. And they're, like, high-fiving. They're so excited. They're trying to promote their drink. And they said, we are the official drink of the UFC. Now, of course, like, this is not endorsed. They just say things. They just say whatever they want to get whatever they want. So they get brought off stage. Security brings them out. But then they get the audience chanting for them. So people did start to think that they were the official drink of the UFC. So we get back to uh, the the bar and we see that they have decided to throw in the towel on fight milk and we'll get back to that a little bit later. While all this was going on, we've got Frank, D, and Dennis who are trying to clean up this PR nightmare that is, you know, Wolf Cola. Because we find out that Dennis was made the EVP of Worldwide Distribution and D was made the EVP of Operations just in title um, because Frank wanted it to seem like a wholesome family company. Uh, But now they're feeling like they need to step in and save the brand. And then in order to do this, Dennis brings out this 24-hour counter and then D says, this is what we had to wait for you to go to Bath, Bath and Beyond to go get and of course of course it is Dennis then lists all these PR nightmares because they're like what are we going to do we're not going to be able to save this company and he's like well you know Mercedes Benz made Nazi tanks and you know they're still doing fine and then like you know the Catholic Church rapes a bunch of kids and then they they're fine now but they have a lot of money so they're in a different situation and you know so they they, they decide yes we can go and save this brand they go on the morning news the Philadelphia morning news uh, Frank's tactic is to soften the image of the Boko Haram. Dennis is like, no, that's not what we need to do. We just need to let Dennis talk because he feels so charming on the top of the world and that a lot of the times people will just respond to a charismatic male no matter what he's saying. And then D is like, no, 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 but like we need to go and we need to like take responsibility. We need to apologize. We need to show that we're strong and we, you know, we know what's going on. And, and Dennis is like, well, no, D, your job is to just like objectify yourself and stand back. Uh, and she's like, well, women, women can relate to a woman in power. They're like, no, so women especially don't like a woman in power. And then Frank is like, yeah, even they intimidate me, which was so unfortunate, guys. It's so unfortunate. The way that this newscast goes is is actually really funny and you have to actually watch it to catch the entire joke because in the bottom lower thirds of the new of the newscast that they're on of the talk show is a Twitter feed. 
And at first, Dennis is talking and everybody's on board and they're like, great, Wolf Cola's so great. Hashtag he's handsome. Hashtag Wolf Cola's good. You know, all of those kind of things. So they're turning it around. Then Dee decides because she goes off on her own plan sometimes and needs to stand up for women and what she feels is right, decides to say her piece about, you know, Wolf Cola taking responsibility and you know this isn't right and you know we we're we're gonna make it right and there's immediate hate immediate they're like who is this woman who is why is she on here she's gross and then frank's tactic he comes in and says well there's bigger terrorists than boko haram and then that just everything derails everything is useless at this point so (laughs) We cut back to the bar afterwards, and Dee is looking at the internet hate. Now, this is a theory of mine that you are nobody. You're nobody until people on the internet hate you. And I tell this to all my friends who do other stuff on the internet and their YouTube channels or all these things. You're nobody until somebody hates you. I remember the first time I got a, like an angry comment. I was like, yes, I am somebody on the internet because somebody disliked me. And it's a, it's a twisted world living on the internet. Um, but... I thought this was a really funny way to put it, that Dennis says that the the internet will come at you with the fury of a middle-aged man who has accomplished nothing. And I find that, find that feels so authentic. It feels so right to me. And uh, we, we see that Dee decides to rebrand herself because uh, Mac and Charlie came into the bar talking about how they wanted to rebrand. And so she's like, that's what I need. I need to rebrand you know, a woman of power has no sex appeal. And so she goes and decides to cover herself up. She's wearing flats. She's, you know, she's trying to hold different thing. So they go back on the news again. And Dennis is talking. And we see from the Twitter, uh, Twitter feed that they're back on the right track. You know, everybody's like, oh, yes, Wolf Cole is great. They decided they're going to do something charity. Oh, okay. That at least she get like a sympathy vote. Um and then there's a, a dog, which they had set up as the segment before Wolf Cola's executives came on. And they're done. They're good. Wolf Cola is great. And then this dog comes over to where Dennis is, and he flips out. It just it, Now it's a downward spiral because there's, there's a few things that people cannot forgive. And being a dog hater is one of them. So if you are a dog hater, just keep your mouth shut because apparently... It's not going to go well for anyone. Uh, so one of my favorite things on the Twitter feed at the bottom was hashtag for the puppies from all this hate hashtag for the puppies. And we look over and when we get to a wider shot, we see that Frank and D are just gone. They just abandoned him. And so we cut back to the bar and they're like, how are we going to come back from this? We're not going to come back from this. And this is when the fight milk crew, we've got Mac and Charlie, they come in and they said, oh, we've given up. We give up. And then they turn on the news and we see that Fight Milk uh, is under all of the scrutiny now because we found out that it has all of these uh, ingredients that are against the rules for the UFC. So then Mac and Charlie, just so nonchalantly, they're like, yeah, actually, like we we just we put a bunch of human growth hormones in it. Uh, We didn't know what else to do. So we did that. And uh, now all the heat is on on Fight Milk and the the uh, Wolf Cola crew is like, oh, great. This is uh, Dean Dennis are like, oh, now like the news is on to something else. They're going to forget about this. This is the best thing that's going to happen to us. 
Except uh, they the the news says that fight milk was made right here in Philadelphia underneath a distribution company called Frank's Fluids. And that's everybody. It's a wrap. There's no way that they're going to save the company now. So, you know, it's back to being the weird fake company that it was in the beginning. So I thought it was an all right episode. Not necessarily my favorite, but I did like the throwbacks to things that we've seen in previous episodes. I like getting to have some time in the bar uh, because we haven't had too much of that this season. And I don't know. They did a commercial. I just, I love when they shoot something within the show, which is like last last week's episode when they were making this mom sitcom. I thought that was great. This is a little bit more throwback to uh, first season when they're doing kitten mittens, things like that. So I enjoyed most of this episode, but I am looking forward to see what else they come up with this season on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Hopefully next week I will have a panel for you, uh, but I won't be there, so I won't have a panel, but maybe Danica will. Uh, you can follow all of us on our social media and all these different places. You can find me at Mary Lou Mandel everywhere on the internet. Uh, and Snapchat's my favorite right now. So find me on there. You can see my weird adventures. And I hope that we see you soon right here at AfterBuzz TV. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.